0: hello and welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we're tackling a new series on apple tv which is becoming one of my favorite new applications out there well it's really not new but in the last year or so they've really been dropping some uh some great content and on the heels of an excellent season two of foundation the finale coming soon I am very happy to jump into the series. The Changeling is what we are talking about, which is a horror fantasy television series created by Kelly Marcel and directed by Malina Matsukas, based on the novel of the same name by Victor Lavelle. The series did premiere on September 8th. So we are a couple of weeks behind. I believe the fifth episode should be coming out soon. But there is a total of 10 or no, eight episodes for the series uh, for this first season. Whether or not it will continue on, I guess is uh, a good question because we have the events of what happened in the novel but you can always expand from there. This show stars Lakeith Stanfield as Apollo Kagwa, Adina Porter as Lillian Kagwa, Alexis Lauder as a young Lillian Kagwa, Clark Baco as Emma Emmy Valentine, Apollo's wife, Samuel T. Herring as William Wheeler, someone I don't think that we've met yet. And Jared Abrasum as Brian West. Recurring Amara Vaughn as Kim Valentine and Malcolm Barrett as Patrice Green. Two characters I do not believe we've met either. Executive producers along with Kelly and Melina are David Noller, Megan Ellison, Sue Nagel, Patrick Chu, Allie Krug, David Wolkis, Lakeith Stanfield, and Jonathan Van Tiliken. I actually didn't know Adina Porter was in this. I love Adina Porter. Now we've given credit where credit is due, let's get into this first episode entitled First, There's Love. And indeed, we have a love story occurring over, or two love stories occurring decades apart, but within the same family. I thought that was very well done. Paralleling the the mother's introduction to the father and the son's introduction to his significant other, and all of these similarities that they uh, they had between them. Malcolm Barrett, he played in Preacher, didn't he? Yeah, you can see how my brain works. It, it was circling around his name trying to figure out where i could place it let's get into the recap but before we do wherever you listen to this podcast Podbean, stitcher apple podcast spotify and wherever good podcasts can be found go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback blacker at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below also, if you've read the book or have you seen the previous movies, because I can't recall the last one, I know I've watched it because I have a a, a soft spot for this particular novel and I've read the novel as well, but I, it's been like years and I don't know about the current, most current remake there has been, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting (laughs) to compare and contrast, especially since this is primarily an African-American-led series. July 5th, 1825, from Norway, the ship restoration fled to America to avoid religious persecution. Something that a lot of people fled to America for the Puritans also being a part of the religiously persecuted group of people that we uh, forget to mention every time we start to roll out that Thanksgiving tale. The journey in itself was considered an impossibility, but they made it to safe harbor. They just didn't do it alone let me guess white devil white devil i felt very proud they didn't go the tropish route and have this be a slave ship (laughs) just because that has a tendency to make its way into most horror uh or or you know not just most horror but into the genre of television shows of a righteous type of anger and if there's a black or brown lead Well, of course, it must tie directly to slavery. And they chose not to go that very predictable story. And I'm glad they did. I don't even know if it was on the table, but I do know someone in Hollywood would have certainly proposed it. Queens 2010, Emma Valentine diffuses a situation in the library with a paranoid schizophrenic. Something Apollo Kagwa witnesses and is instantly smitten because this is someone who can deal with a slightly abnormal personality. And I'm not saying that that Apollo, there's a couple of screws loose or anything like that. No, only that he has a certain quirkiness to him. I don't know about you, but I am not at all turned on by guys that say I am the God of, you know, it was what your parents decided to name you. And it kind of had nothing to do with God and everything to do with a movie. So (laughs) she can deal with an outsized personality. He's instantly smitten with her asking her out to dinner which he replies no but the man is persistent and he gets it honestly which leads us back to 1968 during the great garbage strike. I didn't know that was a thing. That's now on the Jones Chronicles to look into. Brian West who is a patrol officer goes to see goes to see his um Wait, I didn't catch her boss's name. It's not in my notes. Anyhow, he goes to Glamour Time Modeling Agency, which is actually a money laundering operation. And he asked to speak to her boss. This is when he meets Lillian Kagwa, which is Apollo's mother. His response was funny. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> It just hangs up the phone and he also brian becomes instantly smitten with lillian who tells him in no uncertain terms after he hangs around for a couple of days or weeks who knows that i don't date white men he said me neither mispronouncing her name to get her riled up enough so that she allows him to call her by her first name that was actually rather smooth my man unfortunately his presence gets her fired and now she has a job that pays less than the illicit one even though her boss just got taken out for money laundering so it's not like you were gonna have that job for much longer and then now she has to have a one room apartment which is a downgrade from the two rooms she did have to that he responds just give me a chance how about new? No? This dude waited nine years. Did he say a couple of years? Maybe I missed the timeline, but wow. That's a long time to be held up on somebody before she said yes. Some would say that's commitment. Others would say that's stalking depending on who you ask. There's also the possibility of Sip behavior, though I don't think I would classify this as much because there's one thing to be interested in a girl and she's clearly never going to be interested in you. It's another thing if she's interested, but she's choosing not to give you a chance for whatever reason, but it is not because you don't appeal to her. Still long ass time. (laughs) And apparently Apollo takes after his dad going for the long game, even though, come on, five dates is not the same as nine years. Finally, when Emma says yes, she reveals that she is from Boone Mills or Boone's Mill. Population 285. Also, population kill me now because I would never be happy in a town that's small it's where her parents landed which got my ears perking up because i was assuming from norway there would be nothing but caucasian folks on that boat but i think they're they're messing with up in the air type of uh type of storytelling with that her parents died when she was five people always brush that off oh don't be empathetic it's not a thing well it is because it definitely had an impact on your life growing up (laughs) how did they die unimportant what do you mean by that that was a huge red flag for me personally because that is important and i need to know Because I'm vetting you right now if I'm ever going to let you in my home. But maybe men have different criteria. I don't know. Her sister Kim is 13 years older, adopted her. And Mrs. Rook, the librarian, also took care of her. I think it's awesome that she was inspired by the overthrow of the slaves to their masters, which were Brazilian. I think that's important because we always think that colonization involved White Europeans and Black Africans, and we kind of gloss over most of the, if not the French, definitely the Spanish and Portuguese influences on those slave trades, particularly in the Caribbean islands and in South America. We just act like that's not a thing. <laughs> and they were doing it before the white Europeans doesn't mean anyone's off the hook just nice to get a different perspective of the same the same system movies are called movies because they move and they just figured it out at that moment at the table or at least she did and he thought it was really funny she intends to see the world while he is being stalked by some other dark entity while thinking her soul is beautiful i'm like i don't know which more which one i should be more afraid of (laughs) getting involved with the other she admits she is moving to brazil for an undeclosed amount of time but he commands her playfully to stay he accepts their time together even kissing her goodbye at the airport he did mention his peep story was too sad for a first date and that line comes full circle when we go back to 1977 which is the first date with his mom and brian and they both like chinese slash japanese food brian doesn't like to drink and the waitress said idiots don't drink have you been in this world you need some liquor both father and son notice just want to be a father in their lives. But Brian, he has a bit more context to his reasoning. He grew up in Syracuse. He also loved the movies. He worked there selling candy. I like the thank you. That was clearly the waitress coming back to give her her drink, but they didn't show it. They're just showing what happened in the past. I just thought that was a smart, clever thing that added to my enjoyment of the episode. Brian's parents were toxic alcoholics that were cheating on each other and yelling about it when he asks about her family that's when we get the same line her son said one sad story is enough for the first date is it generational trauma that we are seeing unfolding between these two individuals both seem to be ready to get married and procreate on the first date and that's not That's not something that would get a woman to stay around nowadays that (laughs) like, hold on, hold, hold your horses. They go to see Rocky and hold hands. And that was cute because nowadays you'll get dick pics and sex at a specified time, whether I've swiped left or right. Not saying that's what I do, I'm saying that's whats out there in the world. Romance is a I won't say it's dead. It's simply become more of a... Ah, what's the right word I'm looking for? It's not the modus operandis if you're young. She gets a new job at a law firm, and the two move in together, having conceived. A flashback reveals that she was in a car with her sister and brother, just minding their own business, having a good day, singing to the radio. When officers at a checkpoint in Africa, I don't know why I wanted to say it like that. They are asked for identification before being told, at least Arthur is told to get out of the vehicle, which he refuses to do. Even upon gunpoint. And the only thing I could think at that moment was I'm in control for Arthur and I can put my hand on the gas. No, but his sister was driving. So no, I don't understand a little bit why he decided to get out of the gun, knowing that him being shot was the end result. Because sure, being worried for your sisters was definitely like, I I didn't blame him for that. But I'm not sure why he was being so obstinate before things popped off. Because they said we don't have any gas. And we need uh, fuel. And they asked if they had any and they said no. Then they asked him to open the boot. But maybe he just thought I'm dead anyway. Like they're gonna kill me and they're gonna molest my my sisters. Because that's it's just what happened (laughs) during those times if you go back in history. So. Maybe it was just a, a dead end situation. Cause I was thinking you're just going to get shot. You're just going to get shot. Whether it's in the car, outside the car, you're going to get shot. And I thought maybe him being in the car, I can leave, but he wasn't driving. So if there was more of an interaction between him and the sister. I don't know, but he does get shot. And that's when Lillian floors it to avoid the hails of bullets that I thought was going to kill her sister in the back. Because they should have. <laughs> her brother dies in her arms and she vows, not in the present day, but in her present pregnancy time to protect her child with her breath and soul. She does have a photo of her brother, but what happened to her sister? Unfortunately, despite his love for his son, naming him after the movie, he won- he's like, uh, you think he can have a name like Rocky? <laughs> no 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 he cannot but he can have the name Apollo but it's a homage to their first date after a few years he just leaves he's gone he's vanished his mother is devastated and it looks like she doesn't move on even though I thought she was going to hook up with the uh with the lawyer guy maybe she does later on in life little Apollo at the age of like four there's too much steam coming out of that bathtub for that not to be supernatural when he hears a banging on the door and I was thinking to myself you too young to be answering doors you too young to be getting the bathtub by yourself where your mama at but I'm thinking this is all happening in a supernatural manner because she would have been like who the fuck is banging on my door like this so a creepy figure in a mask shows up and then he takes the mask off and it's his dad and he starts, uh, he, he tries to get him a contact high with the black smoke that was coming out of his mouth. But, um, that's where the dream ends. And he wakes up. He said, they're coming. Who's they? He had told his girlfriend, well, his soon to be wife about the fact that his father never came back he goes looking for books apparently at dead people's garage sales and there's one called the sorcerers of dobu but unfortunately that's not the book that catches his attention so i don't know what's in that book because i really wanted to know but i guess that's what he does he he tries to find old relics and sells them is that a career choice i don't know about that being a career choice (laughs) and I know I know there's a lot of these um I don't know it's a trend where people ask what do you want in a guy and all these women be talking about impossibilities that don't exist and I get that part but I also am like no you do need to have a decent job though come on now (laughs) you ain't got to make you know 100 grand a year but can you can you be employed full-time and I can count on your income 1988 when he is a child he grows into a teenager loving books his mom brings him home first like spare materials from work like magazines and then you got people donating books for her child to read that's and there was a look right between the lawyer and the mom Then in 1992, he tries to get a job at a bookstore at many bookstores, but no one is interested and all bookstore owners are white, apparently. Did you really need to present ID cards like that? (laughs) I was young in 1992, but I don't remember that being a thing. I thought you would just walk in the store, fill out an application, give it to the manager. Stick around awkwardly until they might ask you some questions <laughs> and then present yourself. Despite trying to hype himself up, he is haunted by the choice of his father leaving him. In the book that he purchased from uh, the the dead person's garage sale, well, not really garage sale, more like parlor sale, he finds a postcard from Aleister Crowley, who, if you don't know, was an English occultist, considered himself a magician, weird guy. He reads the postcard and it says, some men are born sodomites, some achieve sodomy, and some have sodomy thrust upon them. If you don't know what sodomy means, it's anal sex or sex between man and animal. So if you want to know more about Aleister Crowley, and what trees barking up, That's that That would be the variety. This is big news, though, because he can flip this for some money in an auction. Emma, meanwhile, is out in the Brazilian forest living her best life. When a cackling old hag summons her over in a manner in which I would not approach. But there, he's flirting with the devil. But apparently her weird ass has goals that are beyond me. When Apollo was a teenager, there was another bang on his door, but no one's there. Just a package that says Improbabilia. There's a lot of Jesus is the answer type of uh, knitted work around that gave me PTSD (laughs) too many grandmas and aunties houses he finds a photo of his mom and a receipt but more importantly a book called to the waters and the wild mom comes home and wonders where he found his father's box we don't get an answer to that because in another dream he recalls his father picking him up as a kid walking into the bathroom that is definitely a little too misty And tells him that he's coming with him. Emma returns and is thrilled that Apollo waited because she texts him. Hey, I'm going to be at the airport. Your face is the only one I want to see. And he's like, fuck yeah. Been waiting. Waiting for this moment. You need some friends. She tells him the story of the witch. And uh, how she sought her out. The witch says, you get three wishes. Be careful what you wish for. She ties a knot with a string and says that they will come true if you cut the string. Of course, Apollo gonna be like, I'm a god, I'm gonna cut this string. Um, Maybe not, maybe not. But he wants to get married and that's what they do. She said before, after, and now. Was those the time frame she presented? he goes to dinner with emma and her best friend my guess melissa good friend at a very expensive restaurant i don't know why melissa was acting like a real housewife of new york city being that damn loud i don't get it and when we alone yeah that's cool that's cool that's cool not out in public not not around all these people you don't know no not if in the room ain't private, but I did love her response to Emma's desire to have a home birth. She's like, I thought you was just not going to do medicine, but you going to have it in your living room. You are not third world peasants or wealthy white folks or anti-hospital punks. <laughs> Apollo is marveling at the richness of this menu, like how much for what he had to get a a jacket just to enter. But you also should have known that I always do that before I go to a restaurant. I don't know. What is the dress code? Organic Long Island duck and organic Colorado lamb. How about how about a salad? If I'm going, I don't know, it's probably good organic because that means it's not been fucked up and it probably tastes 10 times better, but it makes me feel pretentious when you say it like that. If it's organic, just say, can I get the Colorado lamb and it should be labeled separately than regular lamb if that's, or the, the waiter can ask for it. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't want to be saying, yeah, can I get the organic Long Island duck? I would prefer to just say, can I get the Long Island duck organic style? Or I don't know, maybe I'm being way too in my head about it. What is something me and Apollo agree on is $75 a plate. You've got life fucked up. He said, I'll get some bread. And his wife definitely looked at him like cheap motherfucker. <laughs> like, why are you being like this? Why are you being like this? Why are you pinching pitties? I don't want to be pinching pities. Do you not see this bitch over here? She all by herself and got the whole bottle of bubbly. Emma leaves to go to the restroom and her friend Michelle said, Run, bitch! Run! I do think this is a conversation you have before he's already knocked her up, but maybe she wasn't thinking there was anything to it because when he busted out the red string she says oh I ain't touching that woo woo (laughs) she says look she made three wishes she doesn't want to tell you them because of whatever reason and I'm trying to tell you something without breaking my friend's confidence Don't be focused on the bullshit, meaning that she went around with some dude, some photographer Focus on what I'm telling you about when he went to go to the bathroom. Okay, because you the kind of dude that's gonna stay at the uh, airport for two to three fucking hours, actually a whole eight hours later than when she said she was gonna be there. So you a good one. And you need to know that when she was going around with this Norwegian photographer, no, she didn't fuck him. He put his camera down and she took a photo of herself nude and she stared into the lens in a way that I found frightening. Her wishes were to have a good husband, a healthy child, and number three, we don't get because Emma has gone into labor. Also, a gallery owner bought the photo, displayed it, and never took it down. So there's a nude photo of your wife somewhere out there in the universe. (laughs) To be fair, he was like, okay, that's not something I'm going to get upset about. But her third wish may have something to do with maybe notoriety, fame, a desire to be worshipped, a desire to be in control. I don't know, but she's trying to hint at a darker side to his work to his wife's personality Emma is determined to do this at home she says no to the ambulance is right there so they take the subway ain't no way in hell I'm going through labor pains and listening to that music I tried so hard and got so far but in the end it doesn't Someone must have heard her though because the power flickers and the entire train stops the power being off so now they're stuck on the tracks and she has to go into labor. <laughs> Them kids was freaking out once they found out what was happening. What's wrong with your girl? She pregnant. <laughs> What's your name? My name is Cowboy. <laughs> the conductor comes back because no one wants to go get the conductor want to do say oh i'll do it like everything about that uh back and forth felt very realistic the oh shit i don't know what's happening even though obviously i should know what was happening i will say the woman with her child i would expect her to at least provide some moral support since she knows what it's like to to go through labor Like, hey, let me mop your brow or anything. I know you got some wipes in that bag because anytime you have a child, you got something on you, okay? And she offered nothing, nothing. That actually is probably realistic too. (laughs) It's like, I can ring the EMTs, but they ain't gonna be here for a while. This is also her fault though, for not dialing 911 and taking your ass in a nice, comfortable ambulance to the, Er, where they'll be prepared. But she wants to do all this shit natural, which that's fine. I don't even care about that part. It's just, I I would have been thinking, okay, I might not have enough time to get all the way fucking back home. You gotta change your plans. Can't stick to it when it is not reasonable. Now you're in front of strangers, diseases, bacteria, everything that a newborn child should never be around. <laughs> When they first come into the come into the world. No showtime for you. <laughs> when you believe in things you don't understand, then you suffer. That's not what I wanna see when things are already looking pretty horrible like I have to walk my wife through birth. I don't maybe he read all the videos and stuff, but I, I think giving birth yeah, I, I think the woman can follow it because you have to push like you just you got to. But the men being so confidently, oh, I got you. We got this. I'm gonna walk you through it. It'd be like, no, no. <laughs> but it does look like there's going to be some suffering because the baby is born and they're all happy about it. But um in the preview we see Apollo being held and half drowned someone getting the slave shackle treatment and his wifey screaming no so not how I would welcome a child into the world but definitely an indicator of what this child coming into the world is going to bring and that is my review of episode one of the changeling if you want to send feedback once again blackercouch at gmail.com leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic